0: Hey everybody what's up welcome to the roofing it podcast i'm your host armando jay and this is a podcast where we interview some of the greatest minds in the roofing industry and we share it with you all so today i'm joined by vince lefton and jason roberts of the virtual pa these are the co-founders of the virtual pa am i right
1: yes you got it
0: co-founders yes. awesome And so we're going to kind of go into a little bit of your guys' background and we're going to go deep into the virtual PA stuff because I love the concept you guys. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, I've kind of like already talked a little bit about what you guys are doing. I had this idea that homeowners can submit their claim through like some sort of online portal and it goes straight to like an attorney's office and the attorney picks it up and does an appraisal like right out of the gate. So like as soon as the claim comes in, but like what you've done, I feel like is a little more effective potentially than something like that. Um, so yeah, we're I agree all that stuff. Um, but yeah, before we dive in, I mean, so yeah, Vince, so you can give us a little bit about, of your background, like where are you from? Uh, you know, where'd you grow up, you know, and where do you live now? Kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I uh, grew up in Florida, the uh, South Florida kind of, kind of guy. Yeah. Um, been being a public adjuster 12 years in South Florida, been handling claims around the whole state of Florida for probably close to 10 of those years, really branched out to the rest of the, the we were very South Florida based. We then branched out to Orlando, Tampa, Jacksonville, did some of the other metro areas. Um, and then we just slowly built up a, a process-based business of handling, you know, a couple hundred claims a month, um, month over month, um, and and really dealing with Florida specific claims. Uh, a lot of stuff that happens in Florida doesn't can't and really doesn't work in other states. Um, more on a daily basis, more of daily claims that, you know, kitchen sink leaks, things like this that people just don't think would be claimable in other states or really work in other states works in Florida. Um, then got into hurricane damage, Irma hit. We did, you know, a, a very good amount of Irma claims, did about 3,500 Irma claims, did about 600 of those in three weeks. Um, you know, we, we are a volume-based process-based business. And so, you know, we, uh, you know, that's what we've been doing for 12 years now, um, build a process-based claim, claim processing center.
0: Wow. Wow, man. That's incredible because I know with PAs, there's a lot of bottlenecks that sort of like happen, you know, and huge challenge, huge challenge. I mean, I can't even, I mean, there's, I think that's why the industry, the PA industry has stayed sort of like small in general, you know? Um, and so, uh. And and so it's awesome to hear you doing sort of like the volume and being able to make it process-based and, and kind of get to where it needs to be because it's such a huge underserved market. I mean, as you guys know, as far as like streams go, you know. Um, so Jason, can you tell us a little bit about your, like, where are you from? Where do you live now um, type stuff?
2: Sure. Um, I grew up in North Carolina, moved to Texas uh, about 20 years ago. And um, I grew up in the Kirby vacuum business. And so my dad was with Kirby for 35 years. That's what I knew. That's what I was going to do. Became a distributor. was with Kirby for about six years. I've always been in the direct sales door-to-door industry. i stumbled upon contracting in 2011, 2012-ish, actually by just by accident. I had a couple friends of mine that was in the water softener business with me. They went off and sold roofs in Oklahoma City. They went bellied up in uh, San Antonio. Um, they had a great water softener business. They were smart, intelligent guys, but it's just business sometimes and um, things happen. They moved up to Oklahoma City um, and I started seeing just on Facebook, it was right when Facebook was kind of starting and um, they, they, they seemed to be doing well, right? And so I called them in about 2011, 2012. Um, I said, hey man, I'm looking for a career change. I'm tired of door to door. I'm tired of uh, you know selling a product and, and running you know running a van. And, uh, you know, can do you have anything for me? And his answer was no. And I'm like, hmm, OK, why? He goes, well, I know what you'll do is you'll come up here and learn from us and you'll turn around and open your own. I'm like, well, that's exactly what I'll do. That's what I've always done. Um, I appreciate the honesty. And at that point, I knew something was in contracting. I didn't know what, but I knew something was there. Um, so the next call I made was to my wife. And I said, hey, I'm going to drive to Dallas, Fort Worth. That's where they say all the hail is, I don't know any different. Um, I'm gonna go find a, a contracting company to work for, and I'm gonna sell roofs. Okay, so went up there, um, met with a couple of guys, found a guy, um, and I didn't know any different, I would have definitely done a different guy, but anyway, um, started up sleeping on a couch, and this is in 2012 at a buddy's house. And I knew he goes, The my training literally was, Here's what a scope is, here's about five minutes of what a scope is. Here's how to, when I want to contract this. Go get them, Tiger. And my training consists of about 20 minutes. Um, this was before Dimitri and all these other guys to learn off of. This was just – but I knew how to sell, and I knew how to hustle. Um, so I, I spent a day in DFW, and it was brutal. Uh, knocking doors in DFW was just absolutely brutal. So much competition. I'm like, okay, this ain't going to work. So I found a little town called Olney, Texas, right outside there, about an hour and a half. And they had hail damage from a Love storm uh, three, um, six months prior that no one was working. So I just started knocking doors and I forgot what the first month, but we just started turning in jobs, um, over and over again. And I, like I said, I didn't know any different, um, kind of got going in that and the contractor I was with, you know, just, he started making too much money and, um, you know, bought too many things and ended up going out of business. Um, but I sold those jobs and I had my name on those jobs. And even though he collected the deposit on them. Um, so I said, all right, well, I'm going to start my own company. Um, uh, I went to each one of them and I, I told them the truth and said, Hey, you can belly up, but I'm going to make sure that it's right. I can't promise now, but I'll get there. And I just kept working that little small town and we started a company that way. And we ended up finishing all the jobs that, that, you know, he, he took and, and, and went through that and developed a contracting company, uh, from there, uh, from door knocking. Now, once I was, was, was in contracting did it to 2017 sold my business in 2017 um and that's another horror story but uh, i'll keep it positive for now we can go in that later if we need to but uh so my business in uh, 2017 um in in april 2017 and got actually into the cannabis cbd business opened up six retail stores uh here in san antonio area um that it saturated faster than I anticipated, so I had to get back in the, into the contracting world because this, you know, this, this business, this industry is so lucrative, um, and it's, you know, it's dependent on storms and everything else like everybody knows. Um, so I knew how to get back in, and I just didn't want to get back in as a contractor. Um, and so that's when the, the whole concept of um, the virtual PA and, and Vince and Aaron and Richard and I got together and, and developed this. How, um, how did you
0: meet, uh, Vince and, and, uh, and Vince, uh, for the most part? Like...
2: Um, we met, um, God works in mysterious ways and, um, Amen. it was by, by the grace of God, because I was at wind, the storm last year in Phoenix, and they happened to leave a flyer on my, in front of my table, um, where I was listening to the, um, debates and, and different things. And I went home, I am, I was processing some of this Stuff. How can we we streamline this? How can we help for contractors? Because coming from a contractor's, I saw pitfalls with the whole process. Not with PAs, not but with the insurance company's process in general. Um, I, I honestly feel that the way that they pay things on recoverable depreciation, ACB um, supplements, is by design, and it's designed to put contractors out of business um, because it, it forces a rob Peter to pay Paul situation, and your AR goes crazy, and before you know it. You know, and, and I don't think it was ever the intent, but I think it was the intent by the carriers. But um, I, I was going through all the my, you know, all the flyers that I got from the show and I never stopped by their booth. They had a booth there. Never stopped by their booth. And they were they the had a flyer.
0: there as well. They were already the virtual. No, they, were,
2: no, they were there as Bulldog. Bulldog. Uh, Bulldog yeah. adjusters. At, at, um, I believe Vince correct me if I'm wrong. You were there as Bulldog White Label.
1: Yeah. So we Is were trying correct? to do like, a yeah, we were trying to like white label claims for like public adjusters. So this so way they can have a processing center and they can handle more files. That was sort of the concept of having PAs handle more files. So we went to win the storm to try to get PAs to do that. Um, again, like you sort of mentioned PAs sort of in the greater scheme of the the market, don't really think this way of taking a volume of files. So it was sort of a missed, you know, it was, it was, it was a shot in the dark. Let's try it out. See what's going on, do a booth and see what we can pick up and, Thankfully, it, it created th- this, this kind of monster that we want to create here.
0: And so you, you kind of, uh, Jason, you you met Vince through Win the Storm, and then you kind of went to their booth as sort of like the white label possibility of working with them as a white labeled insurance uh, or no, so, public adjuster. So,
2: yeah, actually, um, they left a flyer, a pamphlet on my table that I was listening to all the speakers. And so when I went home and I'm reviewing all the stuff from the show, all the pamphlets and all that stuff. And I stumbled upon it, never talked to them, whatever. And I'm like, Hey, That's wait right. a second, this might be the answer. And so I contacted them pretty much that, that day. And they happened to be at a conference in Houston for Tapia. And I called them and I told them a little bit of what I was thinking. And we, they got in a car, got in a car the next day. We met halfway between San Antonio and Houston. Um, we met in a hotel lobby. Mm-hmm. I told them what I was thinking. They're like, yes, I like this um you had the we, concept
0: for the virtual pa already sort of like in your mind
2: it, it came it came apart uh during Wind the storm um i was listening to uh john hulen and steve badger debate i've already watched all their debates prior so this was it was not a new subject for me and um i'm like all right i don't give a shit about the law because there's nothing i can do my opinion doesn't matter of the law the uppa laws because again there's nothing i can do but there's this, a lot of liability for a contractor. And I'm like, where's the middle ground? What can we do? And the only answer that I could come up with was have a PA shield it somehow. Mm-hmm. And, and then I said, okay. So, you know, meeting with, with Vince and Aaron and then being PAs for you know, 12 years, they had the experience that I needed um, of the legal team. They had, they had all the resources we needed to pull this together um, to make sure that it was legal and following by the book and everything. And then once we dove into it, we just started refining it, refining it, refining it and and got to where we're at
0: today wow wow and that was about what a year and a half ago or at this point or about a year ago
2: it, it, about a year ago yeah it was okay. right in this time
0: yeah yeah that's right because when the storm was about a year ago at this point that's right, um, heading to a windstorm storm this year i'm sure you guys are right
1: yes yeah we're gonna we're definitely gonna be there awesome yeah i'm, I'm still and Vince, kind of Vince, Vince does everything big
0: <laughs> yeah definitely gonna be yeah. there okay yeah that's awesome so um Okay. So then like, yeah, somewhere in the middle. So at this point, the virtual PA is full on developed. Uh, you have your branding. I mean, you guys are doing Facebook ads came across my phone recently. Um, you know, you guys are talking about it. We're doing the show. You're getting it out. You're looking to scale at this point. And is that, is that right?
1: Correct. Okay, yes, trying to, so we're, we're, trying gonna, to, we're trying to scale and change how the, the, the claim industry and, and roofing industry, uh, you know, revolutionize the claiming process in the roofing industry is really what we're trying to do here.
0: Absolutely. That's what was kind of fascinated me because it's totally doable. It's it's ripe for it's that kind of revolution, really, because the contractor is struggling. I, I'm a contractor here in Denver. I was telling Vince about that. So like, you know, we struggle because we meet this, we meet the customer, we, uh, you know, help them, we kind of, you know, hold their hand while they call on the claim. And then we meet with the adjuster and then they, you know, they dictate the pricing to us. We literally tell the customer and they're like, well, how much is it going to be? We know, well, I mean, the adjuster's going, to that. they literally dictate the pricing to us and we just say, okay. <laughs> and so, sure, um, right. so they're just, so we're kind of used to that. And so like, um, however, when there's like a, when the adjuster comes out and says, well, we're going to pay for half the roof. And then we say, oh, okay, now we got to get a public adjuster involved. And so we introduce them to a public adjuster, and then they come out, and but then that causes the delay, and then there's like a reinspection, and they don't want to reinspect, and they want like another, you know, um, they want another estimate from a different roofing company, and then you know the adjuster, you know, has to kind of go jump through some hoops, and you know, it gets into the whole like delay, deny, defend kind of like mode, right? And so what's so fascinating about the virtual public adjuster is you're just sort of like like skipping a lot of things, all the bullshit, basically. all yes. the bullshit basically. Yeah. And so like, let's, let's get, you know, let's, so let's pretend I, you know, I I'm a roofing contractor, let's say I'm between two and 10 million a year. Right. So, um, so then I say, gosh, I would love to not have to deal with all this, all the, all the shit, right. The, the jumping through the hoops with the insurance company. I meet right. you guys, virtual PA, like this is an interesting idea. I don't have to, virtual especially, because that means I don't have to necessarily, like you don't have to come out to the property and talk to my customer and meet with, and look at the roof and do all of this because I can partner with you. That's the idea, right?
1: Correct, and so we, and we start the show. kitchen table. Right, we, we partner with us, we're, we're, we're in, it, in the claim together, we're there, we're just almost to your support, your claim process. Right. And we started the kitchen table. We're not, you know, midstream taking, you know, taking what may have been left over of and pulling back the layers and trying to solve a complicated file that didn't need to be complicated. You know, a lot of times we, we you know, you get, you start going down the river and you're like, oh man, I, I really screwed up here. I shouldn't have done this. Is this, this white water is filled too rough for me? How do I turn back? Well, it's too late. You're down the river. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, you hit, so, so it's, you're either going over the waterfall or you're going to try to, Get to safe land and, and make it out halfway through but it, you, for, you got it you example, got
0: it let's say for example they, they paid for half the roof now we're trying to fight to get the whole roof they paid one wall of siding they paid like you know four things of downspouts but the truth is we need like all the gutters approved we need all the siding right. approved and we need all the roof approved and we need and p on top of that to be able to I do this exactly. job correctly you know so correct but like we start going down the road as a contractor and yeah we can do it but man the resources the time that it takes that bites, that takes a huge bite out of our profit. And so with hey, you, we don't hey, have to go do that.
1: Right. It's time spent on processing money. That's my big thing is getting rid of friction, work on things that make you money, not processing money. Processing money is just a necessary evil a lot of times, right? But if you're now spending admin dollars and you're spending marketing dollars and you're spending on things on that don't really make you money and they're just processing money, what are you doing? You're just cutting into, cutting into profit margins. That's all you're doing. Right, and so the brain damage. fully
0: on producing new, new, uh, new business, and max, and, and exactly. doing best to protect our profit margin, so that we can, it, it, you know, offer a good, a, you know, get them restored the right way, and not have to cut corners and that kind of stuff.
1: Cor- correct, and, and, and but setting that forth in the beginning, and I know we'll get deeper into it, but setting that forth in the beginning is a huge part. It's hard to do it in reverse, right? Our, our whole idea is overall is offense over defense. Exactly. Demand money or er, demand money early. Don't beg for it late. you start, when you start. Yeah, when you you start really
0: have a good relation. Let's say, let's pretend we knew each other before you and I have a good relationship. I'm working with the v- virtual PA now. I've, we got a lot of buy-in from my company. We're like, okay, Mr. Customer, look, we are going to introduce you to this company. They're called the virtual PA. They're going to handle the claim from here on out and we're going to handle getting the work done. So we work with them in in sort of a business relationship there and we're going to introduce you. Is that kind of what the way it works?
1: Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a referral. So it's like, here, Mrs. Smith, we're, we're great roofers. I'm going to put a great product out for you, but we're not claim experts, right? We work with a public adjusting firm. They work hand in hand with us as a team to try to get you paid for your claim at the top dollar for your damages to make sure we're not, no one's cutting corners and your claim is being paid properly. We use an app that helps us with onboarding for both our file and also for the estimate writing, the claim binder that we put together for these claims that automatically gets sent to the homeowner. So our contract isn't being, you don't have, you know, guys selling us, it gets sent to them in that email with an explainer video 24 seven know, call or text, you know, support of that contract. So you don't have to sell me. You have to refer and, 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 and from there we file it, schedule it, follow up the insurance company chasing insurance company but we move that whole timeline forward you know before we got on this call we talked podcast we talked about it about you know playing the offense over defense and moving that timeline forward if you move it if you wait for them to dictate to you right that we talked earlier about about then oh well here's the scope we're paying for well now you they've set the reserves and what the reserves are just so anybody doesn't know reserves are the, the tax bracket that the adjuster has sort of put your claim, it's going to roughly be around $10,000 now to get it. If you were looking for $20,000, it's really difficult because now I got to pull teeth and get someone above that desk adjuster to then re- edit those reserves, change those reserves. And that looks bad on both the desk adjuster and the manager of that desk adjuster.
0: So Vince right? I up you- just a bit, like when we, when, so we make that referral, make that introduction. Right. And then, yeah, what 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 are we doing as a contractor? Do we sign something with them that says, "Hey, you know, we're so, going to so just, work with you"? Yeah.
1: So yeah, yeah. So you'll you'll do the same way you're doing now. You're signing that contingency agreement with that with that with that client, right? You're f- using the app that we use to, to scope the loss, scope all the damages, document all the damages. That gets sent to a, a, a you know a strategic partner we have, and they put together a claim binder which is usually forty to sixty pages. That 40, 60 pages consist of. Full exactimate estimate estimate with all line items explaining code wise and so on. Picture report, eagle views, manufacturer uh, specifications, um, all your municipality codes, all all the codes that are needed for the claim. And then that gets sent over to the desk adjuster and field adjuster within a three to five day period from when you leave that house. So the homeowner signs, we file it. It gets put the gets put together, sent over to the field adjuster and the desk adjuster, so they know from the beginning what we're looking for, why we're asking for it, and here's all the supporting documentation for it.
0: Vince, how much do you the, know about reserves? Like, do you know like <laughs> real deep? Because I know, I, I know, like what you sort of just described, right? Like, so the reserves are set when you when you call in that claim, and the adjuster comes out and says this is going to be around a twenty thousand dollars claim. So the insurance company now right. says, okay, we need to reserve twenty thousand dollars for this claim. My understanding Uh is though, is, and tell me if I'm wrong, please, is that like, if the, you need to, if that claim is actually a $40,000 claim because they missed, you know, a bunch of stuff or whatever, Uh that, that the insurance company is now sort of be stuck between a rock and a hard place because insurance company is like, man, we reserve 20,000. Now we got to go to like our back office and say, we got to pull money, more money away from, um,
1: from, it's not just it's not just pulling a money away it's not like they have a big pot and they just pull it from it right so insurance companies have to have in escrow a grand total reserve and every state different right so florida was just moved up to 10 million so they constantly have to have 10 million dollars in an account sitting if they go a dollar underneath a penny underneath 10 million dollars they will be shut down no matter how big they are as
0: far as the third party right there's these like third party claim processing companies right,
1: that, that have to also
0: set the reserve, right?
1: Right. They're, well, they're setting the reserve for the insurance company. They're saying this is the number it's going to be. This is around the number. This is what's going to be, right? And then if they start to look bad over and over and over, they don't get renewed for a contract.
0: So, so there's some right. incentive there for that third party company to say, okay, we got the res- this we're going to reserve twenty grand. Now the contractor's saying thirty grand. Okay, we don't want to go to the insurance company because we keep do- if we you know we've already did this like fifty times this month. And now we got to do it another time. Like we're gonna lose. We're gonna look bad. We there's a there's a possibility if we keep looking bad, we could lose our contract. Huge contract that basically keeps us in business with this company, right?
1: Correct. There's a lot of there's a lot of politics in this and a lot of money involved with both uh, these TPAs doing these claims for for insurance companies. And but even directly staff adjusters that work for state farms and and the sorts that have staff adjusters, they, they can be fired just like so. If a guy keeps setting reserves wrong and then the insurance company says, man, you just keep putting us in a hole and, you know, they're going to say you're just not you're not doing a good job and have a nice day.
0: Because increasing those reserves is is such a process. I mean, for them, it's time consuming, and that's time is money, right? So they're like losing money. Well, it, increase the reserves. Yes, yeah, it's
1: well, yeah, it was time consuming. It's also uh, an accounting nightmare, right? And they because they really it, it's it's just like an attorney has an escrow account that the bar examines that escrow account and they can be debarred just for screwing that up. It's the same thing for an insurance company. So you can have the the fate of your insurance company based on this one account and one accounting error. And next thing you know, they're shut down, no matter how great of a company they were and how large they were.
0: So as a contractor, we're always like, uh, oh man, like they won't pay for OMP and they won't pay for this and they won't pay for that, you know? And like now I'm, they're, I'm all upset and everything. And, and it's but we, we and it's because we think, well, the insurance is bad. You know, they're just, they're just trying to screw the homeowner. Right. But we're missing like so many variables that we just don't understand that are so much deeper right. than like all this shit that we're just like, it's not just the insurance company is bad and they're trying to screw the homeowner. There's way more deeper sort of like dynamics going on.
2: Right. Absolutely. Tons, tons and tons of dynamics. And it's what Vince is, when you're going on the offensive side of things instead of the defensive side of things. And if we're looking at things in totality, you're playing with how the adjuster gets paid is very important. How the desk adjuster gets paid is very important because the adjuster themselves, the field adjuster themselves, do not get paid until that claim is closed out. So they take the path of least resistance. So the reason why they don't pay O and P just here nearly is because the desk adjuster is going to turn it down and there's no supporting documentation to support that claim. So what Uh we do and what we've developed is be able to put it together to give the supporting documentation Mm -hmm. to say, it's here, it's ready to go. So he can sell that to his, his boss and they can sell that up the chain.
0: And does it help that the people sort of like, you know, pitching the sale, so to speak is an actual PA and not just a contractor. Do you think that
1: helps Um, yeah because because it has more teeth right contract contractor here's the thing if you document it really well and put together the kind of report and 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 send it to them and you sort of set those reserves correctly from the beginning yeah i think that you you know a contractor could do that now are they going to do that every time then do they have the the same teeth as a as a pa no you know what i'm saying so is it does it put them in a better position than they are today yeah for sure right why does it give have
0: more teeth than the contractor?
1: Cause we're, we're, we're licensed by the state to negotiate and work on claims and represent homeowners on their policy.
0: And the insurance I can and roo-
1: laws. Yeah. I mean, I, I can negotiate policy and a, a, a roof, a roofer can't, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't really have a, you know, should they be able to sure. But I mean, that's just what, how the law states and that's how our con, you know, as a licensed, you know, public adjuster that what's it allows us to do. I can argue it's denied. Okay. Why is it denied? tell me why it's denied and and, and I'll prove to you that you're wrong. And, and it really, you know, roofers by law and by contract can't do that.
0: And the virtual PA is doing that with these claims. They are fighting, they are negotiating, they're asking why is this not approved? This isn't right. The one half of the roof cannot be done. You have to do the other half. You have to fold, you know, you guys make the arguments that we make about folding over underlayment and you know, tearing into shingles on the other side of the roof and all the stuff that arguments that we sort of make, yes. um, you can do that for us, saving us a lot of time to just go after new jobs.
2: Exactly Correct. right. Exactly right. And then we, we back that up with manufacturer specification and recommendations. So we have the documentation that we're sending over, like you can't do this because, you know, Atlas says you can't. I'm not saying that you can't, but Atlas says you can't. Um, and so we, we're just... Getting that bulletproof claim package put together. So when we submit it, what are in, what we want to happen is when the field adjuster sends it to the desk adjuster, the desk looks at it and goes, Shit, I, I'm kind of trapped here. Let me take this to legal and see. And legal looks at it and go, Man, pay it because if not, we're gonna lose in court. We exactly. want every everything just all the way through.
0: I'm curious about is the um the in-house billing sup uh, a manager for roofing companies, you know, a lot of roofing companies have these in-house billing managers. My feeling is that if, if a roofing company can convert to using, you know, partnering with, with the virtual PA and, and incorporating it into the system, into their, their systems, then the in-house billing manager isn't really necessary. Is that, is that right?
1: Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I really just think the supplementing concept is, is sort of an, an, a, a, accepted norm at this point and it's in our opinion really sort of begging for money late like we said before okay. you know it's you know if you just gave you know if you think about it what is the supplementing company doing they're beefing up the estimate that the scope that insurance company wrote maybe adding some scope that the roofer gave them right mm-hmm. later for 30 to 45 days down the line mm-hmm. and then they submit that and then call on re- as, as a representative of the roofing company and say Please pay me on these X items, and then if the insurance company tells them to fly a kite, well, one they're they're up up two battles. One, the reserves, like we talked about before, but also there's no teeth. They can't tell them, "Oh, well, this is not covered." Oh, okay, but you know you should pay for it. Okay, but it's not covered. Yeah. You can't you can't, ar- you can't argue, you can't argue any scope. You can't argue policy. It is covered, and here's why, and here's the reasons why. And also, you're again back to the same thing. You're playing defense and not offense. You're not asking for it early. You're begging for it late
0: yeah yeah no I can say, I mean hell I've been experiencing that my whole career so um, yeah
1: right and like we talked about it, it's an accepted norm it, it it there's nothing there's order. nothing wrong it, it, and, and we talked about the reason why it's accepted norm is because just lack of better options right in the PA world the reason why the majority of them are, are larger lost guys or is because I mean you know, there's you know a million claims hit Texas in 2018, right There's only 800 public adjusters right How are you supposed to how are you supposed to get to all those?
0: So on the yeah. um on the uh the part where like okay I've always kind of said to guys man if, I w- if we could have a PA on every single file that'd be amazing right The problem is that like the PA doesn't want to work on every single file it doesn't make sense for them because Um, you know, a $20,000 claim that takes, you know, 10 hours to work, they might as as well go work a $200,000 claim that's going to pay them 20 grand, then like, with the same amount of time, then like a $20,000 claim that can pay them two grand, which they then have to split, you know, with their company or whatever. Correct, correct. There's like the business model is just for PAs, it's just not there to help the small, small claims. It's just you know, and, it's, a distribu-
1: it's a distribution problem. You know, you can't, you can't get to everyone. So okay. then you have to pick and choose and you're going to pick and choose the ones that make you the most money, which I completely and utterly understand. Nobody's you know, criticizing a lot
0: of- PAs for that. I mean, you got to make a living, right? It- unfortunately the person that gets a shorter than the stick is the homeowner who has a problem claim. Who's you know, in the 10 to 50,000 range. I mean like 50,000 or more. We have a PA, we work with PAs here who can, who will work on those kind of claims. But when you get into the 10,000 range, you're just like, man, I'm sorry, here's what no, you sure. can do. But
1: even, but even, so even the guys who do like, right, you have PAs, a lot PAs that would handle 50,000 on losses, yep. but how many can they handle? Right? Not that there, there, there's a there's a scale, there's, 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 there's a scalability problem, right? So like because there's no processes, there's no anything, right? There's there's the art the artistic part of adjusting, going to look at every loss, getting every little final detail, meeting the adjuster. You only have so much time in the day. So you can only take on so many fifty thousand dollar files, right? So then if you're a roofing company that's only signing fifty thousand dollar files, you're gonna find 50 adjusters to handle every single one differently and you have different relationships with this one. And now that one's complaining, why aren't you sending me, you know, that $70,000 file. So, you know, scale, scalability is a big issue. And that's what we came actually went after PAs to give them that option of doing white labeling at last year's when the storm and sort of came up with, and then, you know, that sort of gave birth to something like that, you know, with, with the virtual PA, but you know, that, that's the issue. You can only take on so many $50,000 files. There are adjusters that will do it. But will they do it all over the state of Texas?
0: No, not at all. They just don't have the bandwidth, really. It's just not doable. So, so with the virtual PA, you have the bandwidth because you've kind of developed a system where you're partnering with the roofing company who can help sort of like gather the, uh, the, 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 the initial inspection and gather a lot, a lot of the information that you need using, you know, the technology that you're sort of partnered with as well. And then you've also been able to um, not have to go to the property because you can just use the information that the contractors sort of developing work as a team. And then you can also do everything remotely. I mean, I'm guessing partly because the pandemic kind of forced you to go remote anyways. So now you've sort of perfected that remote sort of like positioning and then you you you're also experienced business people so you entrepreneurs and you know how to you know scale a company you've already done it you've handled hundreds of claims a month so it's kind of like uh it's a it's a nice model that you've sort of are developing to help people who have those smaller claims but that's not i mean is that all you're doing is helping people with smaller is that your like bread and like is that your ideal uh customer is like between 10 and 50,000
1: all claims i mean uh- all, all claims are really our, our customer, but I mean, that's the majority of claims in the market, right? The majority of roofers are not signing $50,000 losses all day. They're signing ten to fifteen to $20,000 losses. That's just the facts, yep. right? So sure, I can handle a $50,000 loss, but it, it, it's the process isn't much different on a $50,000 loss. The house is bigger. But the that, the twenty thousand dollar roof is still the same process. I still got to, I still got to file it. I still got to write an estimate, put together a whole claim path binder. I still have to, you know, schedule the adjuster. I still got to meet the adjuster. I still got to, you know, follow up with the insurance company, so on and so forth. Except, you know, yeah. we all know the process. So, you know, it, 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 they can only handle so much. They can only process so much. That's just the facts that there's only. The files are usually ten to fifteen thousand dollars because that's the majority of files out there.
0: And Vince, are you finding occasionally that when you start going through this process, the insurance company is like, "Wow, like thank you for sending us this these this documentation. This is great. I love the package."
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. Because we've we've done the work. Not send
0: an adjuster. Are they saying like, can we not send an adjuster and just go off of this? Is that a trend? uh,
1: uh, I mean, we, we, we've seen it. We've seen it. I wouldn't say it's widespread where it's like, oh, this is going to be the new norm, right? Um, we've seen it. And it's because they've seen, they've, done, they've worked on us on other files. They're like, hey, you know, you sort of, you, we, I like your report. He gave me everything, you know, but think about a field adjuster. Let's go a little bit micro, right? So field adjusters might might love it, right? Because I've done all the work for the field adjuster. Field adjuster has a report. I can send him the ESX if you'd like with a, the exact domain file. So he can open up, slap his logo on it, maybe take out a couple items. But the majority of it's done for him where he doesn't have to, he's in the same boat that all these guys are in. They're in those same disaster zones. So even the same kind of arrangements taking on 50 files. And then they have to write reports in a two day process. You know they have hard deadlines from the insurance companies to get these things done they get overburdened and here I'm handing them a file It's complete all you got to do is basically maybe change it up a little bit so it's not so uh, you know pa ish and 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 pay it I may I take his what usually would take him an hour and a half two hours well now I'll take him ten and a half minutes wow. so I, I, you know they're gonna take the, the, they're gonna take that and think about it as a breath of fresh air for them they're used to taking them two hours the file not ready for them they have to create everything and then you know you don't know why hey why didn't he pay for this well one he probably doesn't even remember the house he's looking at pictures that he took you know two days ago and he saw he's seen 20 houses since then you know he's seen a million mrs johnsons since then and he has deadlines out the wazoo and you're saying well why didn't you pay for this this drip edge here or this star Ridge, or this, I used water shield. because he, he doesn't remember you. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know.
0: So once you kind of go through that process, feel adjusters like you know what I like it. I it's approved. I'm going to change some things out, and then then so it it's done, right? So I'm in the meantime, I'm going to get more jobs. I'm hanging out, doing whatever. I get a word from you. Okay, uh, hey, uh, um, good news. You know, Armando, we got um, you know it, everything's approved. This is kind of where we're at. They're not paying for X. They are paying for Y. Is this going to work for you? Should we go back for more? Or, you know, what do you think? Where, what are your thoughts? We say, Hey, you know, I think we're good where we are. Let's go ahead and stick with that. And let's get, let's get them, you know, get them picking some colors and then the, right. so, the insurance company, so, so, so the, a check, right?
1: Yeah, right. So they issue, the, they issue the check. I mean, just to get a little, sorry to, to give a detail on what you were saying, because we're like sort of we partner with these roofers. A lot of times we sort of know what they want per, per roof, right? Per square. So if we're getting in that range where they're happy, right? Well, obviously no. the OBC always approve it with them, but we know okay, I'm not bringing I'm not bringing a file to them where it's at 150 dollars a square. Gentlemen, go wants perform to to magic or 300, whatever the number may be, good or what? Exactly, go perform magic. So you know, obviously they're kept in the loop when they you brought brought the offers, but I know where the guy where these where, the, where our, our partner roofers want to be at.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause you seem to have a really good relationship. I mean, that's sort of the idea is having a really good relationship with your partner, right? I mean, you're kind of in it together yeah, my, to a certain extent.
1: My, my, my mom taught me <laughs> don't bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> and I, and
0: I'm, I'm the hand that feeds you? <laughs> <laughs> the
1: contractor. I mean, you're the contractor. You're the, one, you're the one bringing in the business, right? I'm here to yeah. service it and process it so you can sign more business. Wow. I feel so you know? special. So, Exactly. I'm, here, I'm here to, I'm here to service you. That's, that's the facts. So, you know, sure. I, I want to make, I want to, I want to make this an easier process for you. I want you to make you more money. I want you to be, have the ability to scale and not think, Oh man, I need to have more estimate writers. I need to have more admins. but you don't need any of that. You need more sales guys selling more roofs. That's exactly and a simplified they, process.
0: Once they issue the check that goes to the you, uh, you, right? With your name so, on it, usually with a public. Yeah so, name on it, right? yeah. so,
1: so of the time, you know, insurance companies sometimes try to play games, they'll send it to the homeowner. But even then, 99% of those times, closer to 100%, our name is legally obligated to be on the check as a a public adjuster. So um, we give our our partner roofers um, some language, the direction of pay that allows, uh, basically allowing, the homeowners allowing the roofer when a check is issued for us to duly write a check back to homeowner and roofer. So we work on the mortgage process for, for, for the roofers and get all that, all the signatures done, so on and so forth. And then we duly write back a check to homeowner and to roofer. So this way their, their loss ratio is greatly or completely um, gone.
0: And is it still like a two payment system type deal? Like as far as the, you get the ACV first and then the depreciation after?
1: um it's case by case i mean i would say yes the majority are going to be that way until we make real big waves within the insurance industry um but at this case at this point it's on a case by case you know if they're trying to if we send our whole report and they're like this is great you know i'll I'll, let's talk about settlement then it's just one check done right
0: right, they say send us a contract and we'll just release everything right i mean could we send you a contract and and yeah
1: so if Correct. So that we would, we would get that information. Okay. Hey, State Farm said they'll release all this and all the other line items and everything like that. I just need the build contract done. And we'll also obviously get that information from you, get that over to the insurance company and close out the file.
0: And we would, we would sort of have a payment agreement with the customer because they're going to, you're going to end up sending those funds to them. So we say, Hey, look, uh, you know, we don't expect all the funds up front. Um, Let, you know, we'll take X amount of dollars. Let's just say half, you know, you're going to get, let's just say a $20,000 job. They're going to send you 20,000. I guess that's where it can get a little sketchy because you know, in this business, when they, when the customer gets all the money up front, you know, sometimes they're not as excited to pay us, you know, you know, all those. Yeah, yeah, but
2: your name's on the check. Right. Right.
1: Right. So, so it's, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Armando's roofing company, Mm -hmm. Mrs. Johnson. And now Armando walks up to Mrs. Johnson saying, hi, Ms. Johnson. We are ready to, you know, get into a build contract. I have a check here ready for you to sign for us to start the project and start to get moving forward. Wow. So now you have leverage. Right. You're not we're walking there. The, we're not walking. you don't walk up there with a check that just says Mrs. Johnson on it and say, Mrs. Johnson, I need you to sign this check over to me. Right? i We're I, saying you the know, check and deposit and start up.
0: Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Wow. That and 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 we don't have to worry about mortgage companies either, right? I mean you worry about the mortgage companies. A lot of times a second check has a mortgage company and you're dealing with that and we are going to end up having to wait, right? We're going to be like on top of you guys, like, Hey, can, what's going on with this mortgage company, right?
1: So yeah, we have a whole department that handles basically just the mortgage process. So right? once a check is issued, once we know who the mortgage company is, we'll, we're obviously getting on the phone with the mortgage company, speaking to the mortgage company, finding out what the process is. Sometimes it's endorsed and released. Sometimes it's mailed to us. We'll sign it. Sometimes it's, we want to monitor it, depending on the claim amount, depending on the, the homeowner's uh, you know, mortgage status. If they're behind, you know, they may start to monitor it. but. You know, we, we walk through that process to make sure it's moving in a timely manner and not really on the homeowner's timeframe, calling their mortgage company after their day of work and, you know, getting all the paperwork together that they've never understood or seen before. So because we do it every day, it, we, we expedite and move that, that claim, that, that, that mortgage process along faster.
0: Right. wow wow hey guys i really appreciate you walking through this process in such detail this is incredible content <laughs> right now as <laughs> yeah. content creators for you guys you know that this is pretty awesome i can't wait to get this edited and get it shared i mean mm-hmm. i feel like we this is the an answer the the small claims uh problem the the small the prop problematic small claims are such a huge underserved problem in this in this industry and in, in america in general so I mean I feel like the fact that you guys kind of put your minds together and are addressing this problem is is really uh, is really incredible. I'm I'm super excited for you all. I think there's definitely challenges like with any business, you know. I think because you know like for us we have a system that we sort of like you know adhere to for the most part, and we this means we we change that system, which you know change is always challenging. But I think if we kind of you know can start the process at least with some customers, and then you know sort of incorporate incorporate this it long-term this is the way to go i mean i, I don't i feel I, it feels like a no-brainer to me so um i'm also like a very easy sell for the most part
2: most <laughs> <Well>, sales <salespeople> are <laughs>
0: so cool yeah. well, um hey guys i think we're gonna wrap it up i again i really appreciate you coming on the show any any last thoughts how do, how do we uh how do we get a hold of of the virtual no problem, who do we talk to you? do we reach out to vince do we reach out to jason i'm sure we reach out to your staff i doubt we're gonna be talking to you guys
1: gotcha so yeah, they could reach us at HireVirtualPA.com, um, and one of us will reach out and see how we can you know integrate our system into their claim processing system, you know, management system they're running right now, and see how we can help them, you know, scale their business and sign more roofs and play offense over defense.
0: Um, can they reach out to you on Facebook, Messenger, that kind of thing, too?
1: Yeah, 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 reach us on Facebook Messenger, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok.
0: All right, we'll see. Okay, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you guys later. Yep. We're gonna. I'm going to uh, end it. So, right, yeah, right, guys... it. <laughs> Thanks for having
2: us on. I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: You got it. Thank right, you. Thanks. Take all care. Right. Hey guys, so that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you got a lot of value out of all of this. We work really hard to bring you as much value as we can, as much great knowledge as we can from the greatest minds in the industry. So I appreciate you listening. Please subscribe, like, share, comment, engage over online and and let us know what you think of PAs on the comment below and tell us who your favorite PA is. There seemed to be a growing industry and so I'm excited that it actually is a growing industry because now it just means more people can be helped in a you know meaningful way. So uh, yeah, who's your favorite PA? Put it down in the comments below. Let me know who you want to interview next and I will be sure to address that and like get the next big guest on the show, all right? We'll see you guys later, bye.